0: My name is Ben Lafort, and I am the host of the Making of a Millionaire podcast, where each episode we are going to be discussing a new personal finance concept, and I'm gonna discuss how that concept can help improve your life. So if you're ready to get going, let's start the show. Hey guys, today I want to talk about the biggest risk in your financial life. When I talk to people and I ask them, what they believe to be their largest asset that they own. A lot of people will respond with either their house or maybe their retirement portfolio. If that's how you respond, you are likely wrong. Unless you are nearing retirement, your largest asset is your human capital, AKA your ability to earn an income. Human capital makes every other investment possible. It's literally the engine of our financial lives. And if we agree that there is no financial issue more important than our income, our ability to earn an income, then losing that income is the biggest risk we all face financially. So in today's podcast, I want to nerd out a little bit. I'm going to put on my economist hat and talk about personal finance and how to think about managing risk in your life. So let's talk about putting a dollar figure on your human capital. So if you're not sold on the idea that your human capital, your ability to earn an income is your greatest asset, allow me to prove it to you quickly. So in finance, there is a term that's called present value. And the present value is simply something that tells you how much a lump sum of money or a series of cash flows received in the future is worth today. So, how much would you know a lump of money in the future be worth today? As an example, since your human capital is simply you know all of the paychecks you expect to receive during your working life, so it's a series of future cash flows. We can apply present value to it. So, the present value of your human capital essentially think about it this way: is how much money I would need to give you today in a lump sum for you to never work another day in your life and be just as well off financially as if you continued working until retirement. That's the, you know, long and short of what your present value of your human capital is today. And the younger you are, the, the you know, the, the longer it is till retirement, the more paychecks you have, the larger the present value of your human capital is. That's because you have more future paychecks to collect than someone who's nearing retirement. If it's your last day on the job before retirement, your human capital is basically zero. But if you're under the age of 30, there is a very high probability that the present value of your human capital is worth millions. So and if you're interested in kind of diving a little bit deeper on the idea of putting a dollar figure on your human capital, I'll include an article in the show notes that goes into this subject a little bit more closely. It's on making of a So you are literally sitting on a gold mine with your human capital. And a gold mine really is the best analogy I've ever heard anyone come up with for describing your human capital because you know the character, you know, the similarities are striking. Think about it this way: with your human capital, you're sitting on a substantial amount of wealth right we just talked about if you're under 30 it probably worth millions but the only problem is that like with a gold mine it's extremely illiquid you can't extract that wealth all at once you need to go in and mine the gold bit by bit and for most of us we only get a small piece of gold every two weeks on payday then as you age the gold, right? The gold that has a finite amount, it's a finite resource. There's only so much gold in the gold mine, and, and you only get so many paychecks in your life. So as you age, the gold stock slowly begins to deplete. There's right again, there's only a finite amount of the gold and one day the gold will run out. And in the case of your, your human capital, you, when the gold runs out, that means you've retired and you have no more paychecks left to receive. So let's get back to that idea that our biggest financial risk in life is losing our human capital. So, if you're convinced by now that your ability to earn an income is your greatest asset, then losing that asset is your greatest financial risk. When most people think of losing their ability to earn income, they think of losing their job—you know, getting fired or getting laid off. But so, I kind of think of it differently. So, a job loss can be devastating. But it doesn't represent a permanent loss of your human capital. You can always get another job eventually. So returning to the gold mine analogy, think of losing a job as a temporary halt in mining operations. Maybe there's been a strike for the workers or, or something has happened and you can't go in and get any gold for a little while longer. The only way to permanently lose your human capital is for you to die prematurely before you retire. And yes, we are about to talk about life insurance. It's a topic we hate to discuss. Um, It's boring, it's a little morbid, but it's incredibly important for anyone who has people that depend on them financially. So if you have kids or spouse or family or anyone that's dependent on your paycheck, we need to talk about life insurance because it is important. So the gold mine that is your human capital Remember, it's not only a benefit to you, but to your family and anyone else who depends on you to extract that gold. If you die prematurely, your family loses access to that gold deposit forever. Depending on your age and how much money you make, that could mean they lose out on millions of dollars in future capital. I'm, as the time I'm saying this not for very much longer, but I'm currently 32 years old. I'm a new father and I make a fair amount of income more than, than most. Uh, I am sitting on a gold mine of human capital that's worth millions. Because again, it's relative to how much money I make and how many years I would expect to continue making that money. So if I were to put a present value on the current value of my human capital, it would be millions. Um, that's how much you need to pay me today to never work and earn another dime and, and just be as well off financially if I kept working till 55, 65 or whatever. But that doesn't mean anything to my son. If I were to die tomorrow, he can't keep collecting those paychecks. The paychecks stop. I don't. I, my human capital becomes zero. Um, so there is no greater financial risk for me um, than, than losing that human capital permanently. So as, as uncomfortable as it might be to confront, I have no choice. And as someone who has people to depend on me, I have to have the courage to face that uncomfortable reality and manage this enormous risk. Luckily, there is a simple way to hedge against the permanent loss of your human capital. And the best news is that it's actually, for most people, quite cheap. I'm talking about term life insurance, which is the perfect, like an economist's dream of managing the risk of dying prematurely term life insurance and your human capital have a 100% negative correlation what that means is if one pays out this year the other will not meaning if i continue to live i will get paid out through my human capital but my lo- my term life insurance will not pay me anything if i die this year i will stop making anything for my human capital but my term life insurance will pay out a lump sum. And if I have done my math correctly and um, insured my human capital to its present value, then my family, you know, they'll miss me and they'll be very sad and heartbroken. But financially, they'll be as well off as if I continued to live and collect paychecks until retirement. So, in that way, term life insurance can act as a perfect perfect hedge. It's again, it's an economist's dream of being able to so perfectly manage this particular risk. So, I'm very specific when I say term life insurance. There's a reason for that. So there's kind of two types of life insurance generally speaking. There's term life insurance and there's permanent life insurance. Term life insurance is very cheap if you're healthy. But it only grants you coverage for a you know, specific period of time. So 10 years or 20 years, right? That's the term of your coverage. Permanent life insurance is more expensive, but it lasts your whole life. And as long as you continue making premium payments, you'll have coverage. So I am very specific in saying that term life insurance is the perfect hedge to your human capital. Term life insurance is very cheap when you're young and healthy which allows you to buy more of it. And that's when you need it, when you're young and you're, the present value of your human capital is huge, you, that's when you most need life insurance, the most amount of life insurance. As you age and your gold mine can, continues to deplete itself and you have fewer and fewer paychecks until retirement, you may not need as much life insurance as you get older because the present value of your human capital um, is diminishing. So there's less risk to, to hedge, um, assuming that you've been using your human capital along the way to save for retirement, to save an emergency fund, to invest and build your financial wealth, you know, but all else being equal, as you age and you have fewer paychecks left to collect, your risk that you'll lose your human capital goes down and the amount of insurance you need to cover your your human capital goes down as well. So right now I have a 20 year um, term life insurance. Uh, My wife and I combined, we have about $2.5 million in term life insurance. We're actually probably, if you can believe it, a little bit underinsured. Um, We probably should have a little bit more and it's something we're going to review ourselves coming up. But we have a 20-year policy. Uh, So that's going to renew by the time I'm about 50 years old. Uh, When I'm 50, I likely won't need as much insurance as I do today because I am investing heavily along the way. So over the next 20 years, my financial capital is going to build substantially. And I'm going to have fewer paychecks left to collect when I'm 50 compared to when I'm 32. So that shows you why that term life insurance is so good, because it's cheap, it will get more expensive as you age. But that's fine. Because if you're doing proper financial planning along the way you probably won't need as much life insurance coverage as you get older so that is you know for the purposes of our discussion you know and managing risk of losing your human capital cheap term life insurance is the perfect solution so there you have it guys that is our discussion kind of economist way of thinking about risk you know the biggest asset we have in our lives is our ability to earn an income We're able to put a present value on that future income, and the risk of losing that is substantial if you have people that depend on you financially. But term life insurance is a way to cheaply, in most cases, perfectly hedge against that risk that you don't actually get to collect all of the paychecks you would expect if you worked until retirement. So I hope you guys enjoyed this discussion. It's a little geeky. We kept it a little shorter because no one wants a 30-minute discussion on life insurance. A 10-minute discussion on life insurance might be a little bit more bearable for most. Uh, if you guys have questions, you can always go on our um, podcast webpage. The the link is in the show notes and leave us a voicemail. I'd love to hear some voicemail. You can also leave us a question through our weekly email newsletter. I've been getting a lot of great questions. I've been writing responses to those questions on the Making a Millionaire website. Uh, The link to Making a Millionaire and to the newsletter are also in the show notes. So go subscribe, go check out the website, read all the awesome articles on that site. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys again next week. This podcast is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered financial or legal advice. Not all information will be accurate. Consult a financial professional before making any major financial decisions.